My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Basha here. Today we have a super exciting guest, Michelle Prince. She's the CEO of Performance Publishing Group. She's also the host of the Power of Authority podcast. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. We're going to have some great conversation. We'll cover what's working, your challenges, your podcast, and your goals. And I'm sure within that conversation alone, we'll have some really good takeaways. Before we jump in, do you mind telling us a bit about your story and where you are today? Yeah, you bet. You bet. So my background, I began my career working with Zig Ziglar, learned a lot about personal development, professional development. Um, I took a different path for a while, but then in 2009, I wrote a book. And then that literally just opened up a a full-time, eventually a full-time business of speaking and coaching. And and not long after that, I started a publishing company. Michelle, you just cut out. Would you mind restarting that? I apologize. That's okay. Do you want me to just start from the very beginning or? Okay. Yes, if you would right. mind. <laughs> no worries. No worries. All right. Yes. So I started my career working with Zig Ziglar and I learned so much from him in terms of personal development, professional development. And I, my career went a different path for a while. I was in technology, software sales for a long time. But then in 2009, I decided to write a book. And that book is what literally opened up my business that I have today of speaking and coaching and training. Um, as well as a publishing company, helping other people to tell their stories too. That's awesome. So I guess, what was the the sole intention behind starting that business? Because you could have just stuck with the book and call it a day. What made you want to pursue that and continue that journey? Well, it's funny because I had no intention when I wrote the book. It was literally, my kids were young and I wanted to just document my story for them more than anybody. And what happened was, because I was a published author, I started getting phone calls to speak at events, to do some coaching, consulting. And the funny thing was, is I was the same person the day before I wrote my book as I was the day after, but now all these opportunities were attracted to me. So it was in that period that I just decided, you know what, I I love, I've always loved personal development and helping people. So I decided to to take the, the next step and then just learn as much as I could about business um, and it was just gradual. And before I knew it, I was, I quit my corporate job and I was, you know, running my own business. So that's awesome. What kinds of people do you enjoy working with the most? Primarily business owners. I love business owners, um, but that are mission driven, meaning that there's a bigger purpose. It's not just, just about a business. Um, they're on a mission. They're trying to help other people building their authority um, and making an impact while they're doing it. I also love working with women. I love working with people that are wanting to make a difference in the world or who aren't willing to settle for, for just mediocre. And so people that are also kind of on the similar path that I've been on over the last several years. That's awesome. I love that. So what is your focus going to be for 2023? Well, I have a new book coming out uh, that I'll be launching probably in the next month or so. I've written a couple of books, but this one is I'm really excited about. It's called Shine Through Your Story, um, How to Rekindle Your Purpose, Ignite Your Light, and Illuminate 
the world by sharing your story. So it's 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 just dives a little bit deeper into why we should share our stories um, beyond just building your authority, which I love talking about, um, but more the you know why we, we were created to to share our stories and and how to do that is what this book is all about. Gotcha. So let's let's touch a little bit on that on building your authority. Yes. Yes. So I wrote a book a couple of years ago called The Power of Authority, um, and it really was intended for business owners, leaders, entrepreneurs, people that that had a message already, and they, in the, if they were looking to take their, their business or their mission to the next level, um, the word authority is actually a play on words, and you can't spell authority without author. So as a publisher, I believe that you know there is power in telling your story, and so it, it really goes into that. Um, and it's also why, you know, my podcast is called The Power of Authority Spotlight, where we're shining the light on these people that are uh, really building authority through podcasting or through books or speaking or what have you beyond just the traditional. And I just love talking about building a platform. That's awesome. What do you love most about building a platform then? Well, because everyone has a story and everyone, you know, we, we connect with people through story. It's, it's the reason why podcasts are so popular, audiobooks, right? We want that we love to connect and hear people's backstories. And so I just believe that if you share your backstory, if you share your why and, and you do, you know, certain things to build your platform. So people take notice of what you have to say, such as writing a book, starting a podcast, you know, doing all these other things that I believe will really help it just gives you this opportunity to help more people. And I've seen this firsthand that most people who have their own business, they, they got into it for a reason beyond just making money. There was something that pulled them to it. And so if they just see that their message is the, uh, their business card, their, their, their ability to let people hear what you have to say, um, th that's really what platform is. And so the power of authority and helping people to see, first of all, what is your story? And second of all, how can you get it out there in a bigger way? Uh, to help yourself, your business, but also to help other people. I just love, love talking about that stuff. That's awesome. I love that. So what has been your biggest struggle in this business so far? Well, yeah, no, great question. I didn't start because I knew how to, how to run a business. <laughs> I wrote a book <laughs> and I loved, I've always loved to speak. And so naturally that, that came as a result of writing a book, but I never really learned how to run a business. It's not like I, sat down and read the books in advance. So I think that was my biggest challenge in the beginning of how do you really run a, run and scale a business? Um, you can operate out of your heart all day long, but if you're not making any money, um, you know, then you can't help that many people. So I had to learn early on how to really look at my business as a vehicle to help people. But if I didn't have that, if I couldn't keep the vehicle running, what good would that do? So reading books like Michael Gerber's The E-Myth um, and other books on building a business and P&Ls and marketing and all of this stuff. Um, that was my challenge in the beginning, for sure. Absolutely. So what was the, your most valuable tool that you utilized to get over that, to overcome that I, struggle? Yeah. So I, I invested a lot in myself and in masterminds and coaches and people that were doing what I want to do. And I, I just, you know, why recreate the wheel? Why not learn through somebody who's already done it? So that was probably some of the, the best advice that I give to other people is don't go at it alone. Everything you want to do, somebody's already done. So work with them and learn. And, but that was really, truly 
a pivotal point in my life. So I didn't know how to run a business. So I hired business coaches. I didn't know how to, you know, grow a speaking career. So I hired a coach in that area. Um, you know, I read lots of books, but I, I also just surrounded myself with other people trying to do the same type of thing as me. And that I think was one of the biggest uh, shifts in my, in my, my career up till now to help me get Absolutely. where I am. I think that's a wonderful piece of advice. I think a lot of entrepreneurs go into this journey, like, I want to do everything myself. I want to do it all myself. I want to learn it all by myself. But that's not really realistic. You have to ask for help. You know, you can't. So what is your goal for revenue for 2023 going to be? Have you decided on that yet? Well, I mean, of course. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not so. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, of course. I mean, every year I'm always trying to to grow at a certain rate. I'm not going to give you exact dollars, but I will tell you, I um, I am definitely on track to hit a a five year goal that I that I set five years ago. So, but you know, it's like with every increase, you got you get to a, a level, a plateau. And so even though you increase, it's still, it's like, okay, now there's so much more to do. So I'm just, I'm staying focused on the projects that I know I need to roll out, um, the profitability, watching expenses, um, but also still investing in things that I know will help grow the business, um, such as marketing and and things like that. So yeah, I don't, yeah, (laughs) that's kind of where I am. (laughs) So just figuring out all the, the logistics, the nitty gritty and that kind of thing. Or what really, where, what do I need to invest in and, and focus on? I always say this to my clients. There's no lack of things you could spend money on, especially when it comes to marketing. So it's really figuring out, well, what are, what are your goals for the year and what makes the most sense? Um, I am hiring um, more this year. So um, revenue may dip a little down in those because, you know, putting more money into the business. But I know long term how that's going to really um, bring it back up. So that's where I am. So what is your focus for the year then? Besides, because Dana, you did mention the book earlier, but in yes. terms of the business itself. Well, yeah. So launching the book, and that's just kind of an addition to what I've already launched, but I, you know, continue doing what I am doing. I do love on the, I have two parts of the business. I have the publishing business, which is helping people to, to publish their stories. And so we're going to continuously you know, bring on new authors and, um, you know, just get better and better and better at doing that. But I also have a a training business, um, more on the professional development, leadership development. I've been doing a lot more training for companies the last couple of years. And so me personally, I'm going to invest more of my time doing more of that this year. I get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Um, it's what I went to college for. It's what I started my career working for Zig in the world of training. So I'm going to continue on that and then allow my team on the publishing side really to, to continue to manage that. And they do such an exceptional job. So, um, but my focus, I think is going to be a little bit more on the training. Okay, absolutely. What do you anticipate is going to be one of your biggest roadblocks in focusing more on the training side of the business? Well, I love, I love doing so many different things. So I don't like to be pigeonholed into one, one little area, um, you know, but the challenge is, is, is there's only so much time in the day. Um, I think I've gotten better through the years of delegating. I know early on that was tough. And I think for most entrepreneurs, you know, you're building your baby. And so you get, you think nobody else can run it like you do. I I've, I've let go of a lot over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. um, 
but yeah, I think just still the juggling of it all, finding the right people is, is key. One of my good friends, Howard Partridge always says, um, without the team, there is no dream, you know? So meaning like you have to have the right people on the team in order to really grow to, to where you want to go. So I just need to focus more on finding the right people, investing in them, training them and, um, focusing, staying within my, my, uh, world of genius, if you will, like we all mm-hmm. have certain things, um, that we're so good at. And I need to stay focused on those things for me. Delegate, 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 delegate. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and empower. It's not just telling people what to do. It's helping people to, to learn new skills and empower them. I mean, my team is some, and it's better than me in so many ways, you know, um, we're small, but mighty. <laughs> right. No, of course. I mean, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. And I think that's part of building a really good team is figuring out like where you are falling short and who can help you out with those spe- those specific areas and vice versa. Yes. So I mean, it's sure. a lot easier said than done. Yes. But. Oh, completely. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't mind me asking, what is your, what does your lead generation look like for, I guess the, the training and coaching side of the business as well as the publishing one? Yeah. So, well, on the, on the, the leadership training, uh, much of it is referral truthfully, because, you know, I'll, I'll work with one company and then they'll refer me to others. So continuously uh, continuing to really support my current clients. And then, you know, asking for referrals is a great way. Um, we're also doing, you know, your typical digital marketing, social media, things like that on the publishing side, you know, I really, I do love leveraging content. I think, uh, content, whether it be through books or, um, uh, blogs or, you know, all of that thing. But one of my favorite is truly podcasting. I, I have been a big supporter of podcasting over the last couple of years. And I recently got back into my own show and I just really believe that it, you know, at the end of the day, business is about relationships. So, um, you know, meeting people that you would never get an opportunity to meet you can do through podcasting. So that's one of the ways that I'm going to continuously build out my business on both sides, actually. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that that's a great idea, especially with the podcasting and how it's, you know, like you mentioned, creating really good relationships. Yes. Definitely helps out. Definitely helps. Yeah. Have you considered any other creative waves of lead generation? Well, I mean, creative outside the norm, I'm not sure. No, I'm definitely not the marketing guru. I will, <laughs> those, are the kind of skills, those are the skills I look for in people. Um, but no, I mean, really just, you know, referrals for sure, leveraging existing relationships and clients that we're already working with. Um, we're always bringing on new additions of skills. Uh, I'm sorry, not skills, of services. So, so for example, for our publishing clients, you know, previously we may have only done their physical books and eBooks for them, but now we're capable of doing their audio books as well. So kind of just looking, what can we, what can we do to serve them more and better um, is, is one. And, and that is lead generation because, you know, if, if they trusted us the first time, hopefully they'll trust us the second. Um, but beyond that, no, I'm, I'm, I look to the experts on that to tell me what's, <laughs> what's working and what's not working. Cause I'm not sure. Um, Absolutely, yeah. podcasting and relationships, what else is working? I understand. There's just, you know, some people, you know, I've, I've had some business owners that create different like magazines and they mm. mail out those magazines as a form of lead generation. So there's, there's a ton of different ways to do it. So I'm just curious. Yes. You never know. Yeah. Um, if you were to double or triple your revenue, 
what are some of the changes that you think you might need to make or challenges that you might face? I need to bring on more team uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I, I feel, yeah, in order to scale, you just have to bring on more support and more of the right people. So that's definitely one. Um, investing more in the things that are going to grow the business, such as marketing, um, ads, social, you know, those kinds of things probably are going to be required. Um, but team is probably the biggest thing that comes to mind. Absolutely. Yeah. What did you, so then what did you struggle with the most this year and how are you planning on overcoming it for the next year? You know, I, I think I, out delegating more. I definitely need mm-hmm. to do more of that and maybe more on the biz, business development side of things too. Um, <clears throat> my time was really spread thin this year because I was, you know, bringing on some other new additional business, like on the, on the training side. So I think that's, you know, it's, it's hard to grow and scale when you're, when you're just so your, your, your time is spent. So um, you're so spread thin. So I think that was probably one of my, my biggest challenges, but then at the same time, I also am pretty good with boundaries and, you know, giving myself that downtime to, um, you know, to think I love to, um, I can't sit around, I, I can't strategize when I'm in the thick of it all. So I do like to get away, get out of the business so that I have an opportunity to work on the business. And I try to be pretty consistent with that, at least every quarter to go somewhere, even if it's, for a day or a half a day to just kind of think through, okay, what are the most important projects that I want to be working on? And, and uh, yeah, and then reevaluate and adjust where we need to. So just not stretching yourself as thin for the coming year. I think year. so. Yeah, I think so. Or right. Yes. Or, or finding the right people to help me do some of the things that I'm, I'm focused on. Absolutely. Yeah. But so as you can tell, building a team is absolutely vital yes, to your success. It is. It is. And I have a great team now, but I, we all agree. We, we, we need to, to add a few more if we want to really scale it. Okay. Are you back? I think I had lost. I'm back now. Okay. (laughs) I I apologize. I'm not, not totally sure what's going on. um, Let's talk a little bit about your podcast and um, what was the intention behind starting it? So I started my initial podcast uh, a couple of years ago. Well, I'll even back up further than that. When I first started my business in 2009, uh, about a year or two into it, I started a, a talk or, or a radio show. This was before podcasting. So, but it was uh, blog talk radio. And I loved interviewing people. I loved talking to people, learning more about what they do. I, I, sh- I retired that a couple of years ago. And then I started the Power of Authority podcast. And it was January of 2020. And I had made the decision. I had already been co-hosting on other shows. Um, I, I, I co-hosted the Ziegler Show podcast many, many times. So I've been in podcasting, podcast guest, 
And I was really reluctant to starting my own show again. But then in January, 2020, I said, you know, if I'm going to do this, I want to do it right. So I want to do it in a studio. I don't want to just do, you know, the audio version. And then we all know what happened in March, 2020. And so going into a studio just was not possible. So we got about eight episodes done and then we had to shut down for, for months and months and months. Um, I decided to bring it back probably about six, seven, eight months ago, but we retitled it. It's the power of authority, but it's this, it's power of authority spotlight. And the reason I changed it is, you know, rather than just talk to people who have written books, which I do love to talk to people about that, I wanted to give a spotlight to people. Maybe they don't even have a book yet and they have an incredible story. They're making an impact. They're building their platform, their business owner, founders, leaders, and so I wanted to give a spotlight on what they're doing. It's definitely mission-driven businesses. Um, and, and, you know, if it makes sense that they decide to, to write a book, awesome. But it's not just for people that have written books, which is what the initial show is all about. That's awesome. I love it. So what's your, what's your favorite part about podcasting? Oh, I just love talking to people. I'm very inquisitive. I love asking questions. Uh, I am, I'm big on the backstory. I don't necessarily, somebody can be incredibly successful famous, quote unquote, or whatever, that doesn't impress me. I want to know how they got there. So I, that's what I, I start with every time. Tell me your backstory, not, not your bio story. I want to know the backstory. How did you get to where you are? What, what were those roadblocks? What, what had it shift mentally? And so I just love that. I have so much fun asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Me too. I, I, yeah. That's something that I really enjoy just hearing. I feel like everybody hears about all the good stuff and not enough people talk about like the behind the scenes, like what actually went wrong? Like yeah. how did you overcome it? You know, what is, what is not being shown? So right. I absolutely totally agree with you. Love asking those yeah. kinds of questions. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Michelle. Do you have any advice for our listeners who either would like to write a book or um, just in general life tips with business, building their authority? I definitely do. I, you know, everybody has a story. Every story matters. But for a business owner, you have to just realize people do business with those they know, like, and trust. And the best way for them to know, like, and trust you is to know your story. So share that story through a book, on a podcast, on a stage, over coffee with some friends. But, but, but see your story as a vehicle. It's your business card. I always say this. Your book is your greatest business card. So if you want to attract the right kind of people, you have to put out there who you are and let them get to know you first before they decide to work with you. Absolutely. I love that. Uh, if anybody's looking to get in contact with you, what's the best way for them to find you? You bet. So performancepublishinggroup.com has all the information on our publishing services and seminars and what we do there. Um, or you can find me at michelleprince.com and through social media and all kinds of different places like that. Okay, awesome. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur and would like to come on the show, please visit top100interview.com. Thank you. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. 
Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.